From the team at CTS, this is the Train Ride Podcast, our show for endurance athletes who want to learn how to train more effectively and improve their performance. I'm Coach Adam Pulford, your host for the cycling edition of the show, where it's my job to interview top coaches, scientists, experts, and athletes in the world of cycling to bring you actionable training tips that you can apply to your own training. Now, let's dive into the show and learn how you can train right. Just a quick question for everyone. Where do you buy your gels, hydration mixes, and energy bars for training and racing? If you're like most of my athletes, you're buying from different websites, trying to find the best deal here or the right fuel there, and also maybe buying big boxes of stuff that you may or may not use. If you're not shopping at thefeed.com, you're missing out. The feed allows you to purchase, say, one individual serving of something so that you know if it works or you like the flavor. And once you do figure out what you do enjoy, you can put it on auto ship or buy your big boxes of stuff and away you go. The feed is the largest online marketplace for your sports nutrition, offering the brands that you know and love from Scratch Labs, Cliff Bar to Morton, plus their athlete customized supplements called Feed Formulas. Feed formulas are personalized supplements for athletes developed in part with Dr. Kevin Sprouse, the EF pro cycling team doctor, following the same protocols the top pro athletes use. I've met Dr. Kevin Sprouse a few times over the years working with different teams, and I listened to his podcast called The Podium. He's a smart guy. This isn't your typical doctor endorsement pill thing. Sprouse has been around the sport for some time, and he knows the athlete needs. So if you're interested in something like that, head on over to thefeed.com backslash trainwright and save 50% off your first order of feed formulas. That is thefeed.com backslash trainwright. It's fall, y'all. Off-season is here, right? Well, (laughs) we could argue about what off-season is, does it actually exist, and all that goofy stuff, but uh, we're not going to do that today. Uh, we're recording this kind of the, the, just the, after the turn of September. And, uh, as we get into October and December, it's a natural time of year for athletes to take some time away from structured training. And they start to think about next year. They start to plan goals, races, events, and they start thinking about hiring a coach or maybe switching a coach for 2023. So I thought it'd be a good fit to have a conversation about what goes into finding a great coach. In particular, how we do it at CTS and then give you, the listeners, a bit more insight into what could be helpful in your journey if you're starting to make some of these bigger decisions in your athletic life. So I've got some of the best in the biz to talk to today. Uh, He's a longtime friend and he's the CTS Athlete Services Director, Dominic Ginto. Dom, welcome to the show. What's happening, Adam? Not much, man. Nada. We're just um, kind of cruising away on a uh, eh, rainy, on and off rainy kind of gray day up here in Northern Maryland. Um, I don't know what's going on there in Colorado. We got rain going on here in Colorado too. It's just what? But <laughs> as Colorado is, it'll probably be eighty and sunny in about fifteen minutes. So yeah, full stop. Yeah, that's how we roll. Yeah, living there for ten years or whatever. It's yeah, it plays with your emotions. I think this time of year because you go back and forth between like, I need to be out riding my bike, and then you're like, oh no, it's rainy, and I just need to be cozy inside. <laughs> back and but forth. it changes hourly. Like, through the day, you're like, oh yes, yeah. it's fall, and then an hour later, you're like, oh, it's 
Haiti. <laughs> Euro dirt in the morning from rain at night, and then yeah. So uh, it's these are these are first world. Get a suntan in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So well, well, Dom. I mean. <clears throat> This episode is going to be a little different uh, than some other ones. And, and um, I mean, <laughs> having you on the podcast always livens things up and makes things interesting. But some of our listeners, they may be, I don't know, they may be cringed when I introduced you because they're like, oh, the sales guy is on the podcast. So before they hit pause or next, <laughs> are we going to have a salesy conversation here? Or what, what, what are we doing today? This isn't about sales at all. Like, uh, again, yeah, we've got we've got the greatest coaches in the world at CTS, and i I like to I like to consider myself more of a, uh, a, a kind of a, a presenter. I offer what we have, um, and, and the coaches that are available, and the service that we provide, um, and people can can make that decision on their own. This has never been a uh, hiring a coach is never it's never something that's a, an impulse purchase. Um, it's not, uh, it's not a, it should, this shouldn't be a vanity purchase, um, or, or something that somebody needs to, should be, um, sold on or negotiating rates or anything else like that. This is, um, and it's one of the reasons why at CTS, we, we kind of, uh, we've really started the idea of speaking to coaches before, um, you even hire them. We're offering the opportunity to speak to coaches and Find the coach that works best for you before you even get started with, uh, if that's not, I guess you could call that a, a sales tactic, if you will. Um, but uh, it's not, you know, hey, pay us $100 first. And if you choose not to take the coach, then we'll give you your money back. It's just we, we feel confident enough in, in what we have here um, to uh, to get a little experience on what, what that coach um, uh, process is like. And... Uh, but no, 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 uh, no discount codes, no, uh, no, uh, no, no sales coupons uh, or anything. Just uh, just talking about how to pick a coach. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think our method is it's unique. It's different. And I think Dominic's and he'll get into himself here in a minute, but the way he does it, I think is very unique. So I felt comfortable bringing on the podcast and not be too salesy, but more education based. So, uh, Dom, I mentioned that you've been with the company forever and it's kind of a unique point that many, probably most of our CTS athletes that we have today, anybody who's come to our camps, um, or even former athletes know who you are. But just in case we have some listeners on here that haven't had a phone call or email with you, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, what you're doing when you're not <laughs> signing people up, and and uh, what were you doing before this? Yeah, so uh, I, we, we don't have to go. We don't have to go too far back because I'm really old. Not too far. Um, but no one's that interested, Dom. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, a former former special operations marine. Uh, I was in infantry. I was attached to reconnaissance units. Did hostage rescue in Manila and Desert Storm, and um, uh, that was a that was a that was a big part of my life um, uh, a long time ago. Um, and uh, you know, from there, I was I, I was I was actually uh, managing a company in the environmental industry. I started cleaning oil tanks in New Jersey and kind of moved myself up into that. 
um, world. Uh, had a really horrible bike accident in 1999, uh, getting ready for my first uh, half Ironman, and uh, decided it was so cliche that uh, life was too short, and um, I didn't want to end up like all those those 50 year olds that I worked with at the time that, uh, that hated their life, but were stuck with the job that they had because they created this lifestyle for their family and so forth. So I literally quit my six figure income, um, in my late twenties, um, rented my house out on the beach in New Jersey and moved to Las Vegas to become a multi-day backcountry mountain bike tour guide for 70 bucks a day. And, um, uh, after that, uh, kind of started a couple of businesses, uh, ended up, um, selling a, a, a an event company, um, to Lifetime Fitness. Um, I put on triathlons, running races, cycling races in Vegas and in New Jersey, and, uh, I didn't want to move to Chanhassen after that. So, um, just stay with Lifetime and, uh, uh, had the opportunity to come to CTS as a director of athlete services. And I've been here for nine and a half years. Um, been in Colorado Springs for, for the same amount of time. Um, and when I'm not here at CTS, matching athletes with coaches, um, I ride my mountain bike a lot. Um, I, uh, I coach the Cheyenne Mountain High School uh, and, and junior high mountain bike team. Um, I'm also the skills coach for the state. So I coach all the other coaches in the state in um, skills and and how to teach those skills to the to the high school kids, and um, uh, and uh, I have the two of the coolest daughters ever, and um, otherwise that's what I do. That's do super cool. I didn't I didn't know you were doing the skill stuff. That's <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's that? that? I said I'm newly single, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So now now it is a sales sales opportunity for you. It's a sales pitch. <laughs> No, that's cool. I didn't know you were doing the the skill stuff with um, the coaches in the high school team. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, another good reason to do this podcast, get caught up properly. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for the background. I mean, I think like, you know, for our listeners, you know, Dom is a very unique individual with a very colorful kind of background and what he brings to the table is a lot of real world um you know, experience and relatability. And I think that's been proven in kind of, you know, the success I think we've had as a collective group of coaches to get paired up with, with athletes. And we'll talk about that process now as we get into the show. So Dom, kind of the first, first question I have for you is for athletes who have already say decided like in their head, right. That it's time to hire a coach. They come to you and they get you on the phone or they get, you know, they send you an email. What do you hear from these athletes who have already decided? Uh, about what they want, what they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say that, that most coaches or most athletes are looking for, that's interesting. Most athletes are looking for accountability. Mm-hmm and someone to explain to them why they're doing what they're doing. Um, why, why are we, why are, why am I doing intervals three times this week? Why am I not doing intervals at all for the next month? Why am I, why am I doing this? So they're, uh, they're looking for, um, the why, but the accountability part is, is huge. Um, and, uh, 
I, I hate to admit it, but I, I, I'm confident that one of the biggest reasons, um, one of the, one of the, one of the biggest additional reasons why someone hires a coach is because they, 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 they get this captive audience to share information yeah. about their, their, their rides with not specifically, I bought this new bike, but they're, they're, they'll, they'll share those things. But mostly, um, let's face it, our families love us. They support what we do, but they can't possibly hear about the 25-minute climb up the canyon that they did and they beat their Strava time and they're feeling so much stronger. They now have a coach to share that stuff with. And then the coach can respond back to them with information as to, as, as to why that happened. And look at that. Look, just look back at your data. Look, look where you came from. And, uh, and, it, and it helps the athlete piece everything together. Um, as to um, and, and allows them to continue to move forward with this new energy and new excitement as to wow look what all the work that I'm putting in actually works um, hmm. and uh, then with that accountability um, the accountability piece really ties into um, our coach consults and the communication piece um, you can have the greatest plan in the world um, and written by the greatest coach in the world, unless you have a want and, and desire to talk to your coach each week and share with them your information, um, that the, the plan is, is not, not going to be nearly as successful as that, as, as one from a coach that you communicate well with. So when you have that initial communication, that initial matchup and that accountability piece kind of comes naturally. Um, we, we want to, uh, we want to make our coach happy um, uh, because in turn, we're, we're happy about their response towards, uh, you know, the fact that we did all of our training, we did all of our intervals. Um, you know, we've been eating right. We have, if you had somebody following you around all day, kind of uh, monitoring, you know, what, what you ate and how you slept and how you talked to other people, we'd all probably be, be better people. Right. Um, so this is, we're just doing it from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, no, that makes it, that makes a ton of sense. And it's almost, you know, to that point, it's like, they're, they're trying to put this puzzle together. They've got some missing pieces, right. And the coach can come in and help fit that piece into that area. Right. Yeah, and well, then it helps to tell the story. Sure. And let's face it. I, we get, we get doctors and engineers. Um, and, and I, 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 I single them out specifically because the, the doctors have the, the physiology understanding. Um, they have the, uh, um, they have that science background. Engineers will tell you, you know, I know how I, I, I can make a strain gauge and I can, I can build my own power meter. Same with the doctors. They know everything about this, but they don't know how to put it into a package to help make them faster peak for an event in six months. Um, and that's what, and that's what a coach does. Um, so not only is there that knowledge, but there's also the time uh, aspect of it. Um, we're all capable of cleaning our own homes. Um, but how much is your time worth? And maybe a couple hundred bucks every few weeks um, is far better to spend that money on have someone else to clean your house than take four hours every Sunday to do it yourself. So, and that's one of the things that a coach can do is really make sense out of a really challenging problem, especially if you have a lot of events um, that you're training for and you've got A events and B events and C events and you want to peak for certain ones, um, unless you do this all the time, uh, you're going to be challenged, um, 
to, to, to find the right scientific formula to kind of put that stuff into place. And that's what our coaches do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, couldn't agree more. Um, and you bring up some good points there just in terms of like, you know, expediting some, you know, a knowledge base of either how to train with a power meter, how to train in general, um, what the difference is between heart rate and power, all that kind of stuff. Um, linking it all together is, is obviously super important, but the, that, that's probably coming from some, but, you know, like I said, somebody who already decided to hire the coach, right? They're looking for that accountability aspect and they know it. So when someone, you know, what should someone, if, if they're thinking about hiring a coach, they haven't got there yet. What should they be, you know, thinking about or asking you when it comes to hiring a coach? I mean, does it come down to, I need to figure out, you know, my exact goals and my race calendar for next year? Or is it like, um, you know, uh, how much does stuff cost? I mean, do I need to tell them all the bikes that I have in my arsenal, like in order to pair me well, like what should they be thinking about here? Let's, let's start with what they shouldn't be thinking about. Let's do it. You know, I'm going to break a lot of people's hearts right now. <laughs> I, really, I don't, and nor do any of the coaches care what kind of bike you have. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not, it doesn't matter as it relates to the science of helping make you faster. Um, so uh, the number of bikes you have, if you have a power meter and don't have a power meter, that's a big deal. Um, if you have a power meter, we can be better coaches. And you can be a better coach with more information. Um, so those, those, that type of information um, matters. Um, that, so the type of bike doesn't matter. Even specifically, the races that you're planning on doing, or and I would say that probably 50% of our athletes don't do races at all. Maybe an occasional Grand Fondo that they participate in with, with friends, but it's not a race. Um, the majority of our athletes, um, are, are, are a good portion of them, I would say probably 50% of them, come in because they just want to be more fit and they want to keep up with their friends on the weekends. Um, and that's, and that's, a, that's a big deal. You know, their races, the Saturday group ride, their races, you know, maybe, you know, Tuesday night worlds at the most. Um, so, uh, the, the information that helps me, um, when, when an athlete is coming in and looking for a coach is more what that person is like. And the reason why I say that is. I, at least here at CTS, can operate from a beginning point of knowing that all of our coaches have the ability to help make you faster, help get you stronger on the bike or on the run, triathlon, whatever it may be. All of our coaches have the ability to do that. Again, that's going to be science um, and, and their own education and experience to be able to put that together. If you come into that, Assuming that that is the case, everyone is apples to apples um, in, in their ability to get you specifically ready for an event. Now, the real goal is not researching someone's diploma, where they have, you know, uh, what races they've done or who they've they've coached and and uh, uh, or or how long they've been doing it. 
The real goal now is just to find the coach that you communicate best with. And that is the ultimate goal of a, of a coach consult. So the information that I'm looking for is I want to know, um, are you married? Um, do you work 80 hours a week? Do you work 40 hours a week? Are you retired? Do you have dogs? What other activities do you like to do? Are you a rock climber and a, ride motorcycles? Are, are you training for other events? Um, that's probably one of the biggest things that we see now um, in the uh, in the athlete and coaching world is um, there are there are still a lot of them, but there are, um, there are so many more athletes now that are less one dimensional. Um, there are ultra runners that are also doing two gravel races a year or gravel racers that are doing one ultra race a year and they're doing a, a, a triathlon relay with, with, with friends. Oh, and they're also, you know, climbing K2 uh, next year. I, I, they, every, there's so many people have so many um, uh, different passions and different sports that they want to, and some, some want to train for one and some uh, can do uh, another is just uh, with the residual, uh, you know, fitness um, that they have um, from another sport. But all of that information is really important when it comes to uh, uh, us pairing you with, with some initial coaches to, to speak to. Um, so, um, and, and general information, do you, do you, what, what, what else do you do? Do you have dogs? What's your passion? You know, cause, uh, often if, if several of those other things match up and you happen to, you know, fly hot air balloons, um, and we have a coach that also does that. Well, what 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 better opportunity to, to pair people that have that are that are like minded? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. The the hot air balloonists must thrive together. It's a, um, it's, a, it's, a it's a big world. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, there there's there's a lot of them out there. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, Coop, Coop did a podcast with you kind of talk about this for a little bit more specific to ultra runners and it's pretty good, but you know, I gotta, I gotta steal a, a phrase from him. I mean, you're essentially playing match.com for athletes to coaches. Sure. Um, so is, I mean, is there a secret algorithm slash like stacks of spreadsheets and stuff that you use or like, what's your secret sauce here? I, I, I'm afraid to share it. Actually, that's only because I don't really know what it is. I, I, I one, I've been, I've been doing this for a long time, and two, um, uh, somewhere prior to this, I was also a bartender in Vegas for ten years. Um, I, uh, I, I, I'll toot my own horn here. It's nothing that I've actively worked on. I have a really good read um, uh, for people. Uh, and uh, ask a lot of questions that are really based on expectations and what exactly they're looking for. Um, my tenure here for nine and a half years of doing this um, with very few, if any, complaints about what goes on, and I've, and I've dealt with a lot of, uh, a lot of different situations, um, and on a daily basis, I get emails back that say, wow, were you following me, and did you have more information than you than you got in that form? Because man, you passed really passed you know passed me together with the, with the right coaches. Um, I, I will I will say that I, I read between the lines of of, of everyone's coach consult forms, um, and uh, I, I I like to think that I have a really good 
uh, insight on, on what I think they may be matched well with. That being said, um, part of part of that process is to take a chance sometimes. And uh, oftentimes when it's just in writing, um, it's, it's a matter of, of providing two really different personalities. Um, whereas the, the, the expectations of the athlete um, and what they would get from the coach are going to be the same. It just may be presented in a different way. Um, so one co- coach may be a little bit more outspoken, a little more gregarious, a little bit more um, uh, uh, excitable, if you will, and one um, may be a bit more reserved. Um, but for the most part, when someone comes to me and says they're more data focused and they want the science and they want to see numbers, um, there are a handful of coaches that I'm absolutely going to pair them with. And there's a handful of coaches that I'm definitely not going to pair them with because um, some have their strengths and, and, uh, um, and uh, um, some are, you know, everyone has their strengths, um, but they're, you know, not, not, not every athlete is going to fit fit together with them. So, um, sometimes I'll, I'll go out on a limb and, uh, and, and I get, I get proven wrong occasionally, um, where an athlete will, will pick the coach that I wasn't really planning on. Um, but, uh, it's a, it's a really cool process. Yeah. And it's, it's a human process. And that's, that's the reason why I asked the question, because I think, you know, we're getting into an age where we, we want AI to take over and drive a lot more things now, in, including coaching itself. I mean, we've, we had a whole uh, panel talking about AI in our last CTS summit. Well, as, as well as like a training peak summit, USAC summit. I mean, we're, it's here. It's not that great yet, but my point is with this athlete pairing and in the industry where we're at with service, I don't, I haven't seen anything else that matches well, other than like a thoughtful human, talking to another thoughtful human and thinking about this pairing process and your track record's darn good. It's there. But my whole point in all of it is, you know, when you're, when you're calling us, you're, you're getting a real human on the line. When they fill stuff out, a real human is reading that to match you with another real human. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's cool to be able to answer that. Um, too. So, so oftentimes, um, uh, I'll, I'll get an athlete that'll say, uh, uh, you, you paired me with this coach. Um, well, they, they take me at this level. They're a really high level coach. And I get to respond to them. We're like, dude, it was me that paired them with you. It wasn't, it wasn't some machine that just said next <laughs> on the list is Adam Pulford. And, and yeah, you, you know, exactly. you get matched. No, it's where know that when you've submitted a coach consultation form, the following morning or that day, I'm sitting in front of the computer reading every line that you wrote, going through my list of, we call it the hot list of, of coaches that are available uh, to take on new athletes um, and, and pairing you with uh, the best coach possible. Something that's interesting too is that we also have, and it's it's so impressive to look at, and we have two different sheets, one for uh, ultra runners and one for cyclists. And the coaches have completed this spreadsheet and it's events that they've actually done themselves and at events that they have coached for. Now, keep in mind, we have some coaches that have been here for 22 years. Um, those, those, uh, those lists are pretty extensive. Um, so oftentimes um, 
that's one of the avenues that I utilize matching athletes um, with coaches, um, especially if it's a really unique event. Um, that's not just a, maybe a, a standard grand fondo or something like that. It's, it's the, the survival of the showing guns triathlon, which is totally unlike any other triathlon out there. Um, uh, uh, or, a you know, a trans Rockies or somebody's climbing Everest, something that's very unique and very specific, um, that I feel like that, that coach would be a, a, a good, um, uh, match for so that being said, so these spreadsheets list all of those, so I can I can just search those lists and find the coaches that that match up with those athletes that have that have experience at that event. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good, and I think you know it's it's good to take a quick pause here for those who have never um, you know interacted, say, with CTS or you. But when you're talking about like filling out um, a forum or maybe calling and talking to you about these inquiries. So you get some information, you digest that information, you come up with some pairing, and then what are those like next steps? Like what, what does the person who gave you the inquiry, what happens after that? So uh, on our website, uh, there's the opportunity to fill out what's called a, a coach consult, uh, a free coach consultation, where you get 15, 20 minutes to speak with uh, two different coaches um, uh, 15, 20 minutes each. Uh, sometimes it goes a bit longer than that um, to, to speak to those coaches um, to find out if this is a good fit. Um, but on that form, the athlete provides um, how much time they have to train, their primary sport, their secondary sport, how long they've been doing this, uh, a list of events that they may or may not have on the, on the, on the schedule, um, and uh, uh, the package level at which they'd like to sign up with. Um, we have four package levels. I, again, this is not salesy, but the reason for mentioning this is uh, just because you want to be coached by CTS doesn't mean you get Adam Pulford or you get Jason Coop um, uh, because coaches with different experience coach at different package levels. Um, you get a different level of communication. You get a different level of experience from that coach. So, um, so when you mention, you know, I'd like to work at at premium or ultimate, which are the higher levels, there there's going to be a certain group of coaches that I'm going to look at um, for the, those levels. Um, those levels of those package levels do not indicate what type of athlete you are. So, elite athletes don't sign up at ultimate. And uh, beginner athletes sign up at select. Oftentimes, elite athletes sign up at select because they need less communication with their coach. They understand what's going on. They need the plan. They need the plan that's rooted in science, and they need a conversation each week. But they don't need they don't need to be on the phone with their coach for hours each week. They don't need their data analyzed constantly. That type of thing. So um, that don't. I think a lot of athletes a lot of times will get too hung up on the package level, the level of the coach. Um, I, I think that first step should be speaking to the coaches initially. Um, but uh, so on that form, they provide that information. With all of that information, I am then going to go to the hot list and find the coaches that are available. Um, every coach that's on our website, uh, I believe there are 60 coaches on that website, um, give or take uh, a couple 
is not always available to take to take athletes. Um, and as disappointing as that may be to someone, uh, think of it as a, think of it as a, a, a lawyer or a, or, or a doctor. Um, you don't want your surgeon. You don't want to be the the hundredth surgery that week um, if if he only has the capacity for ninety, right? Right. Um, so, and that's, it's the same thing with coaches. Um, just be like, Oh, Adam, can't you just squeeze me in? Can't you just add another one? Well, s- someone's going to suffer there. Um, because you, you only have so much time in a day, um, to provide to those. So, um, our coaches and our, and our, and our management of the coaches here are, are very in tune to, uh, how many coaches an athlete can take, uh, or a coach, how many athletes a coach can take, um, and, and what their availability is to provide the level of coaching that's uh, that, that's expected uh, of them. Yeah. So, I mean, like what we've talked about so far is you, you gather as much information as possible, right? There's a lot of like personality assessment that goes on in terms of like kind of checking the mental boxes of here, here, here. Okay. A couple goal things here. And then probably also just like, uh, you know, like some sort of, hobby or life relatability kids versus no kids hot air balloons versus motorcycles right? right um but then also like the expectation right like what are those expectations and that kind of helps filter in uh to the package level of sorts right time with the coach and you know finally it's it's it sounds like there's a little bit of a gut instinct that you know you, you learn through years of dealing with people, whether it's serving them drinks or pairing them with coaches. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's important that, um, to have that information initially, because then once we make the connection of the athlete and the coach. So from there, I'm going to take the, take the availability of the coaches, um, the package level and everything and see that this is a, a initially a, a, you know, on paper at least, a good match, um, make that introduction via email. Um, you know, Dominic meet Adam, Adam meet Dominic. I thought you guys should talk for 15, 20 minutes about coaching philosophy, training expectations to see if this is a good fit. Um, yeah. Our coaches have a really cool calendar that you just click on a calendar and pick times that are available for you and for, for, the, uh, for the coach. Um, so the coach has openings on their calendar. You pick a 20 minute time slot and you put yourself in there. They give you a call and you're going to, they're going to, they're going to ask you, you know, what, what brought you to CTS and what, what are your expectations from working with a coach? Um, and that kind of kicks things off, um, for sharing information about each other. And it's just, it's just two people talking about the sport and yeah. talking about their families or, 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 you know, what their challenges are, um, in, uh, in kind of hitting their goals. Um, and then from there, the athlete gets the opportunity to pick one of those, those coaches to be their coach moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's also pretty cool that first of all, from the athlete standpoint, they get to speak with somebody and it's in the end, it's, it's their choice. Like there's no one else making that choice really. I mean, you cut, you help assist, right? And as you said before, you try to provide all the information possible so that they can help make the best decision possible on their end. And, and I'll say like, if I'm buying something that's 
thousands and thousands of dollars, like in the end, like if they, you know, are a, a year long athlete or multi-year athlete, um, I would hope that I have, <laughs> you know, that decision, right. The, or right. kind of that power to make that decision. And then the flip side of the coin too, like on the coaching end of things is I, if I'm taking on an athlete, I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time with this person, you know, via virtually on the phone, in person, on the bike, whatever. And so I don't know, over the past seven years, I don't think I've taken an athlete where I haven't either met them face to face or talked to them on the phone and thought judiciously about, <laughs> should I take this person on or not? Like it's, I won't do it at all. <laughs> so it, it, it doesn't happen all the time, Adam, but I, again, I, I, one, one thing, one thing we skipped at the beginning, one of the things you're going to find for me is a hundred percent transparency and honesty yeah. all the time. Yeah. I can't live any other way, but yeah. I'm going to tell you, we've had coaches call and go, I won't work with that athlete even if they pick me. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's how it should be my opinion. That, that really is. And, and you yeah. know what, that, that athlete almost shouldn't be upset anymore than the coach isn't upset. None of our coaches, and that's one of the cool things too, is none of our coaches, it's not a competition. They don't feel like it's a competition because you're, yeah. you're not choosing, um, you're just choosing who you, you, you relate to best. Not, you know, I pick them because they're better looking than you or they, you know, I, uh, uh, I saw their degree or whatever. The athlete has the ability to, to choose, you know, the reason for selecting the coach. But what I tell them all the time is, and it's probably, it's one of the coolest parts of my job is the fact that the, the majority of the conversations that I have with athletes post consult with two coaches is, dude, you sent me two coaches that I want to pick both of them. And I don't know how to, and people schedule calls with me all the time. There's not a day that goes by that I don't have a, a call with an athlete that says, Hey, I talked to both coaches and I need you to help me pick one. Yeah, that's um, cool. And that's 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 a good situation to be in. Um, yeah. And my response is always going to be, go with your gut. But that gut feeling that you had when you got off the phone, which coach did you think to yourself, that's who I want to talk to each week. That's who I want to share how crappy my workout was today. That's who I want to share with why I got terrible sleep last night. That's who I want to share my lofty goals that I don't even want to tell my friends because it sounds crazy that I want to make the national team or that I plan on winning, you know, a, a particular grand fondo or KOMing a, you know, a Strava segment, whatever it is, that's the person that I want to share this information with. And that's who you should go with. Not the person who, I don't know, has another cool podcast or has a really cool Instagram website or, you know, page. Those podcasters, like man, they're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't pick any of them or, you know, like people, whatever. But that's, that is, that's my message to every one of them. Um, and when I say that this, this kind of light bulb, you can, you can feel it through the phone kind of goes off and they go, okay, I, yeah. I, I know who that is. I, I know the answer now. Um, yeah. and, uh, and, and I will say this doesn't happen often. Um, and when I say it doesn't happen often, I'm saying like every few months. So it only, only a handful of times a year. Um, but, uh, 
just the beauty of, of, of CTS and having the, having the, the volume of quality coaches, um, just maybe you realize after the first month or first two months, like, ah, we don't really connect the way that I thought we were going to. I still got six months till my event. Hey, Dominic, is it okay? If, can, can I go, can I go back and try this other, can I go back to work with this other coach that I spoke with? I think they may have been a better choice for me. I, I, absolutely. It's, it's not yeah. a problem again. And I've never, I've never had a coach that other coach say, I can't believe it. I worked with them for two months and, and they just left. All of our coaches want to see athletes have the experience that they came here for. And that is the ultimate goal um, because when a coach is matched with an athlete or an athlete's matched with a coach that they um, they work well with, um, here comes the, the business spin on it. They stay around longer. It's basic. Yeah. And it's still a business. It's still, you know, but it, in order to, to do really well at, the, at, at this business, we not only have to have educated coaches and coaches engaging with their athletes, um, but we have to have athletes with coaches that they, that they're really enjoying working with. So yeah. um, that is uh, that, that, you know, you look behind the curtain there and then but there's, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Match athletes yeah. with the right coaches. They stick around longer and have a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's too much of a secret in, in that regard, no. but I think that, you know, you spoke on, on something kind of the, the breadth of coaches that we do have. I'm going to like put that, here for like two minutes and swing back to one more question that I get on a regular basis in, in terms of when someone is deciding to hire a coach or not. And I get the question of, Hey, this person seems to, this person is really good and seems to be a great coach, but this person is local. How do I decide between a local coach or a remote coach? And does not matter? Well, there's a few different comments there. The, the main answer initially is going to be, um, even if your coach is local, the business side of this is, this is still remote coaching. So um, if you're on a select package and you're paying 197 a month for a local coach, um, just because they're local doesn't, doesn't get you riding with your coach every day. Um, so that's that's an additional service. So it's it's, it's technically a, a private camp. Um, now that being said, if I have one of the other things that I look at, um, uh, other than events um, and then the the personality side of things, is if I can get an athlete together with a coach that's within you know driving distance, um, not so that they can meet them all the time. But man, what a what a bonus if you've got another a coach that can can pair up with you, and maybe uh, you, you meet for coffee, you know, every once in a while, or you see them at at, at a race once a year. Or um, uh, of course, I, I will always take that opportunity to try and make that um, make that match. Um, but I often tell people, uh, especially that are. Uh, um, I've, I've had to break up with coaches before for other athletes, which is really interesting. Um, I think there, there may be an industry, there may be a business in there, idea in there somewhere um, where uh, an athlete has come to us and said, um, I, I have currently have a coach. Uh, I haven't quit yet. Um, he's a local coach. 
I've been with him for three years. I should have left him two years ago. This sounds like any, every relationship of, of every friend that we have, right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I was going to say, it definitely sounds like more of a relationship issue, but yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. I should have left him two years ago. Um, and I tell them all the time. That's the, you know, so the, the best part about a local coach is they're all on all the group rides. You see them all the time. They're at all the races. Um, you get to see them out on the road um, and, and, and talk to them all the time. The worst part about a local coach is you see them all the time. They're at all the races. They're at all the group rides and you see them all the time, which makes it even more difficult um, to kind of end that relationship sometimes. Um, I've also found, and, and as most people probably realize, a lot of, a lot of, not all of, um, a lot of local coaches um, are really good riders locally um, that are looking to uh, kind of offset some of their own race costs um, and so forth. And they've, and a lot of them have really good information. <laughs> a little background noise there. Um, a lot of, a lot of them have really good information from an experience standpoint and can offer a lot from a, from a tactical standpoint, especially when it comes to race tactics and maybe some fueling things on local races and so forth. Um, but that does not make up, um, for the science um, and education and overwhelming um, amount of broad experience that um, that, that coaches like at, at, at CTS and, and, and some other of the you know bigger companies out there have um, to to offer, uh, especially if you're not meeting that coach face to face. They're going by the data that you're providing them through training peaks and uh, so forth. Yeah, and I bring it up because it's. As I said, I mean, I, I get the question often, and it's it's worthwhile to to maybe create a pros and cons list for for each. And I'll say this too: like, there's some great local coaches. In fact, I mean, I'm a local coach, right, of the DMV area, and yeah. I have quite a few athletes that I go and do hit group rides with on a regular basis. And it is super cool to uh, play bikes for a couple hours, give a little bit of feedback, then you go home. Right. And you can talk and there's another kind of layer of being able to talk about that, but it, it also goes in, in waves, right? Like I travel and I'm not around very much. So I never set my coaching expectations based on, I will be at the group ride or I will be at the race or whatever. It's just the cream on top, so to speak. And I would in, in, there's some very good local coaches that have great physiology. I'd say in general, I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying about like, this person is a really strong rider. So they gravitated toward coaching to do more opportunities in whatever realm. It's no knock on local coaches, but I think it's, yeah. it's something to consider when it comes to that, because say the local coach moves, well, then what, right? That's, that's one thing. The business structure can be very, very different because you may end up paying more if you structure it based on how many times you ride per week. However, if you just go training peaks, phone call and maybe see him or her on the group ride once a week. How is that different than a coach, you know, in California or Texas or whatever? So I, th I, th I think it is <clears throat> COVID probably changes a little bit in, in the way that people maybe think about how you can do work and relate to people. But, um, it's, it's always a question that P or it's always a consideration that people have when they're looking for, uh, uh hiring a coach. 
But that you know, I, and I and I know that I know that this 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 may be something that we were planning on talking about, and I'll and I'll segue right into it. But that would be um, not only does your coach not have to be local, your coach also doesn't have to have done the event that you're planning on doing. So oftentimes, yeah. athletes will ask, um, you know, I want a coach that's done Leadville. Um, wow, because some of the best coaches that we have to coach you through Leadville haven't done Leadville. Mm-mm. Renee Eastman's perfect example. Yeah, one, sure. one, one of the most technically sound and 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 science based coaches out the, out there that has gotten so many athletes through Leadville. She's never done Leadville. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's it's a perfect example of. Uh, I think I I think I made the joke with Coop. That uh, let's face it. Look at some of the basketball coaches, little short, bad yeah. Italian or Jewish guys. That's like, like they are amazing minds for, but they were never the starting center for the, you know, for the Boston Celtics. So, um, yeah. it, it it's it, it it really comes down to finding the coach that that knows that knows the game that knows what 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 you're looking for um and, and you communicate well with yeah and that's i mean it's an excellent point and let's just talk about it now because it's 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 in part what makes a good coach right and and that's what i want to ask you but since we already started to uh crack the candy shell of that you know the what's such a weird thing about sports is it's been my observation that Generally speaking, great athletes don't make great coaches. Terrible athletes don't usually make great coaches. It's somewhere in the middle. It's like the very medium (laughs) athletes. If they keep on taking it to the next level with kind of their education, their experiential knowledge and whatnot, generally the mediocre become great coaches. And that's because in my opinion, (laughs) you try so hard as an athlete and I'll speak from experience. Like I am maybe the fast of the slow, the toughest or the toughest of the not tough in everything I've done. Like I was very medium when it comes grand scheme of things, but yet I am very confident that I'm a great coach, but it's been through a shit ton of like failure and struggle and uh, like empathy, because every time I do an event or have this, I'm just like, Oh, I can then help somebody through that struggle. And I just like automatically just links in my brain to how I'm going to help somebody when they have the same issue, you know, in their race or in their training or whatever, solve the problem, figure out the puzzle. And I, I think that is part of what makes a great coach and, and why, you know, maybe just because that person is winning every bike race, say in the world or locally, don't necessarily think that that's going to make them or qualify them as a great uh, coach. And I think, you know, to your point too, another example we've always used in the history of CTS is Nick White coaching Craig Alexander. Craig Alexander was one of the best Ironman uh, world champions that have done the sport. Nick White, has never done an Ironman, but he's yeah. a super smart coach, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, just be in the, and that just leads to the specificity of an event that goes toward, like if you coach long enough and you get good at coaching a, a broad number of things, you can really translate that into many different aspects. And I think that's a hallmark of what makes a great coach in my opinion. Yeah. And what, what who's, who's a great coach for, um, Within those great coaches, there are still coaches that are going to be a better coach. Yeah, for certain mm-hmm. people. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I, I, you know, a good coach for me would probably not be the super analytical, data-driven. Let's look at these numbers because I, I immediately like. I just want to go, I want to go into maybe more of the mental side of things, yep. you know, um, or I want to go into, um, you know, more of the, the skills side of things where, and that's where, where I want to engage a little bit more. Otherwise you're, you're the coach and you do all that. Just, just put the numbers together and tell me what I need to do. Um, so again, this is where the, that coach consult comes really into play. Um, for athletes that are looking for a coach that's a little bit more empathetic. Um, uh, and I, you know, I've, I've said this on other podcasts before. I, I, I like to draw the line, two extreme lines between the, the drill instructor and the cheerleader. Um, and, and oftentimes people want a combination of, of the two, which is great, which is also a possibility. But um, some people want somebody to kick them in the ass constantly. Um, some people just want to be told, man, you're doing a great job. Just, Keep it up. You're, you're killing it. And some people, that's all, all it takes. Um, so, again, kind of the, the overarching, uh, you know, uh, theme here to this whole thing is finding the coach that you communicate best with and that works best for you. Um, it's not – it doesn't always come from – you know, hours on the phone with me, um, I can gather more information and that's, and that's great. Um, but, uh, uh, the opportunity, a lot of times, uh, especially with athletes that haven't had coaches before, you don't know what you don't know. And, um, I rarely have, uh, get feedback from athletes that come off a call and don't say, holy crap. I, that was, that was such a good experience to just to learn. Like I, I didn't even know what a coach would ask me. I didn't even know what that experience would be like in speaking to a coach. Um, and uh, it's really important to, to, to speak to both coaches. Oftentimes um, someone will get off the phone with their first uh, consult and they go, Oh, this coach was awesome. I just want to go ahead and get started with them. Um, sure. In a perfect world that makes, that makes my life really easy. Um, but my first response is always going to be, did you talk to the other coach? And they're like, no, I just, I really like that one. I'm like, what if you really like the other one? You have the opportunity to talk to two. Um, you know, it's like speed dating. If you went through the first five minutes, then go through the next five minutes with the other, with the other one uh, and see see what happens. (laughs) Um, so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think that's also, you know, that's very unique. I don't, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what other coaching companies are doing. I have some, some friends that I talk to on a regular basis, um, that either have their own, you know, businesses or their sole proprietors and they're doing, you know, they're doing 
recruitment and through social media and all this kind of stuff. But in my opinion, I don't know if they have anything necessarily like we have. And I think that my last point to this, and again, is this is very CTSE and all this kind of stuff, but like personal like plug for it is I think when an athlete has a CTS coach, they're also able, what they either consciously or unconsciously <laughs> know, don't know is that they're able to leverage the collective group of the 60 plus coaches that we have. And that's a huge part of what keeps me around even after 16 years of coaching, because when I'm trying to solve a puzzle that I can't solve, I have at least seven that I can think of on the top of my head right now that I would go to and I would get an answer within, I mean, probably immediately, but within the next five hours, right. Of yeah. here, here's some help. Here's some feedback with no questions asked. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting just one coach. You're getting yeah, a team exactly. of coaches um, mm -hmm. that, that, in the, you know, the, the hardest part is, is, is just you kind of turning around your, your virtual chair and asking the coach that's, that's available right next to you. Um, or is a text away? Um, hey, I got an athlete that's plateauing here with X or they have, you know, they're, they're diabetic or they're this or, and, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm at a loss right now. You know, what have you done in the past? And if that person doesn't have it, there are, there's, there's 60 of them lined up behind there that will help all of our coaches. And then and you guys all talk each week too. mentoring, um, uh, meetings, uh, continuing ed education, uh, whatever it may be. Um, uh, there's always that ability and, and you don't get that if you have a, you know, just kind of a, you know, a single coach that's, um, uh, their, their research is going to be Googling it. Um, which again, not to say there's anything wrong yeah. with Google, we do right. it all day, but if you've got right. this information available to you, it's, uh, it's a, it's a really cool space to be in. Yeah. And I mean, I have a hard time keeping up sometimes because when we have like, uh, you know, a, a company wide meeting to bring us up to speed on the latest things that we're releasing to, you know, the coaching round table to the mentorship meeting, it's like, boom, boom, boom. And then you're trying to hit it. Like, I want to be part of something, right. That it's hard to keep up with because it keeps me going. And when I talk to other coaches, say at these, you know, other conferences and whatnot, yeah, probably the number one thing that they want is more coaching education and collaborative opportunities. Right. And that's where going I think, on a group ride, right. Going on a group ride. Totally. It's like going on a group ride. You're like, yeah. holy crap, I need to keep up with these guys. Yeah. What are they doing? That's and and you and you meet with the you meet with these other coaches. And again, as 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 well educated as you are in your experience, you go to these round tables and you're like, damn it, that guy knows or she knows a lot. Like I yeah. need I need to I need to gather that 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 knowledge as well. It's uh and, and, and it keeps us coming back and 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 striving to be better every day. And it sounds cheesy, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. But I mean, cheesy, but true for sure. And I think, you know, some of these younger coaches, especially the ultra runner coaches, man, I, I, on a webinar or if I'm working on a project with them, I'm just like, guys are smarter it's than I am. Committed, man. It's, it's really they're, cool to see. The chips are all in and, and they're smart. They're super smart. So it's, it's, it's fun to see that. I mean, it's fun to see the company still growing after all these years. Um, and it, I think it's even more fun to be able to 
you know, be confident in like, Hey, we're doing this podcast. Here's how we do it. <laughs> and then you can decide if you want to kind of come in and be part of the CTS family or not. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just a super cool company and, and I'm happy to share all of this, you know, especially on the, on this kind of medium of podcasting. So, you know, I think as we kind of wrap things up here too, you know, the takeaway here is that the coach athlete relationship is something that CTS takes pretty seriously because it's not only crucial for our business model, right? It's crucial for the athlete's success, the coach's success in, in kind of a round and round we go. So the more information that we have ahead of time on the athlete, the more, you know, we can help pair them up together to ensure that kind of cyclical success. Um, yeah. And finally, you know, the way we do that is very, you know, it's very personable. There's, I think that a human should be involved in that, even though we rely on some technology to do it as well. Um, but it's, it's worked beautifully for the past, you know, 10 years and it's only getting better, but Dom, is there anything else you want to add on to that? No, it's just, I, I think I think the biggest thing is is, is don't again. I mentioned this before. It's not an impulse purchase. Get online, fill out the coach consultation form. We'll introduce you to two coaches. Taking a week to make this decision, schedule calls with a couple coaches to make an educated decision. And you're be you're you're starting at a point where you're already coming into some confidence. You know who your coach is going to be, um, and and you're excited about it. Um, it is going to cause you um, to have so much more success than this simple. I'm purchasing a plan online, or I'm signing up with a coach that I don't really know, and I hope they're going to give me a good plan that's going to help you know get me ready for this event. Um, take your time, ask questions, um, plan those calls with the coach. And, um, uh, and 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 move forward that way, and know that uh, I at least you know here's my salesy side of it is um, the salesy side is if things aren't working out or if things are going really well, you always have me to call and say, dude, this is awesome, or dude, this sucks, and I need to talk to somebody about it, and there's somebody here to fix it for you. So, and that's and that's what I do. And there's there's no I my only incentive. Um, is is to help uh, help you you know as an athlete be be successful. Um, this isn't Verizon. I'm not pairing you with a coach, and then whenever you call it back to reach somebody, it's going to be somebody else that that had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm literally the guy. Like, I, I, it's going to come back to me. So it's in my best interest to get you started off um, the right way, and uh, and I, I'm happy to talk people through it um, before, during, or after. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. It, man. Well, Dom, if, if anybody, uh, I mean, if this podcast moves people, I mean, where can they find you? How do they connect with you? Uh, trainright.com. Um, or, uh, you can, uh, email me at athlete services at trainright.com. Um, spelled just the way it sounds athlete services at trainright.com. Um, again, I monitor all those emails as well. You know, uh, I've got Addison here that works with me, but, nothing comes through that, that email box without coming through me first. So, um, I'm putting myself on the spot there. So if somebody says, I sent you an email and you didn't respond, well, and, and I'll, I'll totally take responsibility for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, you know, you already kind of 
wasted my joke here, but with the fall coming up, I mean, any, any coaching sales coupons or promotions going on here, Don? The, uh, the, the promotion is you get one of the coolest, most knowledgeable coaches in the world. Um, there are no, there's no, uh, there's, there's no secret magic to, uh, uh, or, or coupons, um, that are gonna, uh, that are gonna help that. But, um, <laughs> exactly. so yeah, just, uh, go ahead and go ahead and get started and, uh, we'll take care of you through, uh, you know, every step of the way, uh, Say the word. I'm here. Yeah. Cool. Well, Dom, I mean, this is, has been a, it's been a pretty fun podcast. And I think that, you know, it's been something that you and I have wanted to do for a while. Uh, I think the fall is a perfect time for it because a lot of people are either um, thinking about that change and, and hiring a coach for next year um, or, or keep on with, with what they got. And in the end, you know, it's their, it's their decision, but I think we provided some pretty darn good information for them today. So, uh, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Now we'll let you get out for that ride. Yeah, man. Rock and yeah. roll. Thanks, Adam. Cool. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Train Right Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to visit our website at trainright.com forward slash podcast, where you can find social links, bonus content, and more about CTS. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show and leave us a rating on iTunes. Until next time, train hard, train smart, train right.